This is episode number 115 of the Helping of Happiness podcast. Today we are talking to Jennifer Mayner from A Little Family Fun all about how to do super fun things this summer and make your 4th of July special even if your plans have been canceled from COVID. Hi, you're listening to Helping of Happiness. I'm your host, Hilary Hess, a crazy mom of seven kids who loves to eat and loves to travel. Mom life can be exhausting, hectic, and scary at times, so let's take this journey together. We can love, we can learn, we can laugh, we can cry, and we can become better friends while we're at it. Jennifer, how are you? I am great, thank you. It is such a pleasure for me to have you on here, taking up so much of your time that is precious when you have all these wonderful things going on with you and your family. Will you tell us a little bit about your family? And then I would love to go into all the cool things that you and your family are doing right now. Okay. Yes. So I'm Jennifer and I am married to Justin and we are originally from Arizona. So we are desert people, but we've ended up here in Western Washington, and we've been here for uh, coming up on 11 years, so we've definitely put roots down here, and we love it. Um, We have six wonderful kids, and we kind of go the whole gamut of ages. We've got a 17-and-a-half-year-old all the way down to two, so we've just got lots of busyness with all the activities that go from old to young and everything in between. And I know you know all about that. Yes, I know. I wish we lived nearby so we could just like get in on all of this. Since we had three to 18, it would be perfect. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's us in a nutshell. We're, we're a really busy family, but yeah, we, it's, it's the best. We love it. So, and I want you to tell us all about your business because you do so many really fun things with as a family. So give us the lowdown about what it is you do, how it got started and kind of where you're at with that now. Yes. So we have this business called a little family fun and it's kind of funny, the story about how it all started. It started, it was about uh, a year and a half ago, actually. Um, I was put in charge of this big Christmas party at my church. And I wanted to make it kind of different and special um, than what we had typically done in the past. And so I decided I really wanted to be able to go in and interview the little kids and ask them questions about the Christmas story and have them kind of help me tell the Christmas story. And of course, their responses are so cute, especially the little ones, you know, what kind of animals were... (laughs) were, were were there by by baby Jesus and oh there were camels and alligators you know and <laughs> they were just, it was so cute so I really wanted to do this big project but I had no idea how to edit videos or do any of that stuff it's completely new to all of it but something I really wanted to learn how to do and so this project kind of gave me the push to finally figure it out and start teaching myself how to do this. And so Justin and I did some research about um, the software programs that are available out there for video editing. And and we decided, you know, if we're going to put the time and effort into learning how to do this, let's do it right. Let's, so we got, we got Adobe Premiere, which is, you know, expensive and it's very complicated, but it can do everything. It's, it's a really awesome program. And so um, we decided to, 
put the time and effort into learning how to edit these these little kid videos for my Christmas program and I <laughs> I remember it was Thanksgiving weekend and we had had our Thanksgiving dinner and you know you have your your Friday and your Saturday and usually filled with either shopping or football or fun activities but that year we just kept putting movies on for the kids because <laughs> we were sequestered away in the office we had to figure out how to work this program that's just there's such a steep learning curve you know when it comes to video editing and um I'm just glad I'm not the only one that just puts movies on for kids when I'm in a desperate situation like that. Oh, it doesn't happen often, but it definitely yeah. happens. <laughs> and uh, anyway, it was it was good though because we had that deadline, you know, and so we just had to dig in our heels and figure it out. And and it was nice because it was Thanksgiving, so Justin was had some time off of work that weekend, and so he could help me. Which is why you had to get it in, right? It's yes. just like Monday morning, you're back at it. And I can't do this. I know. Like who's got time for that? So um, yeah, we, we finished the video and it, it was so fun to be able to share that kind of a thing with our church family. They enjoyed it so much. They loved being able to see the kids spotlighted in that way, you know? And I just thought, you know, this is, this is awesome. And now that we have kind of, gone through the painful process of learning how to use this program, we got to do something with it. And so we were brainstorming and, and Justin said, well, why don't we start a YouTube channel? And I thought, what? A YouTube channel? We're not that interesting. What would we make a channel about? You know, because <laughs> you, you see these families that, that are on reality television or that have YouTube channels that are wildly successful and they are either so talented or so funny or so quirky or so interesting and I just thought that's not us we're not interesting people <laughs> we just you know we we live busy wonderful lives but they're very ordinary you know I I don't feel like we're extraordinary and so we we brainstormed with the kids and thought okay if we were to start a channel what would it be about what do we love what are we passionate about and we decided you know we, we think having family fun is really important. We love playing games. That's one of our favorite family pastimes and just um, finding fun activities to do together. And so we thought, you know, I think we are passionate enough about this and we have enough ideas about this. We could actually produce content that might be helpful and inspiring to other people in helping them realize that it doesn't take a lot of time. It doesn't take a lot of money. It doesn't even take a lot of planning a lot of times um, to be able to, to make meaningful memories. And, you know, our little tagline is a little family fun goes a long way. And that is so true when it comes to family relationships, um, making time to spend together a priority can be huge when you're trying to develop relationships with your spouse or with your children or people in your family that you love. So that's how it was born. And we decided we needed to get a couple of videos out before the end of the year. So we had a couple of weeks and we just decided, oh, we don't know what we're doing, but Which we're Which is going kind to of incredible because I think of Christmas time and it's insane at Christmas time. Oh, so to add something like a new project in, that's yeah. some dedication right there. Well, we thought, you know, if we're going to do this, we just got to do this. And yeah. this is going to be a part of our lives now. 
and yes, this is a crazy time to add something else, but um, here we go. <laughs> but if we can do it now, we can do it always. <laughs> right, exactly. So that's kind of how it all started. So, so fun. I just love that. I'm really excited that we can chat today because I been we talked a little bit before, but I have really been needing to be fueled up and excited about some new fresh things to do with our family since we've been in COVID for so long and Texas is regressing. So it feels like we're just going to be here forever. And you're Washington where it's been like horrible for you guys. So I did so many fun things and it was so great. And then I've just kind of burned completely out. So you lose steam after a while. You're like, I have ideas. I need a new fire. So this is perfect timing for us to be able to talk (laughs) together. I'm really excited to just brainstorm so many cool ideas that you have and just pick your brain about all these different things. So it's 4th of July week. Yes. So I would love it if we could just start there with 4th of July fun. Let's just talk about all these fun 4th of July things and then we can go into summertime fun and just on and on and on and on. Sounds good. Yes. 4th of July. I feel like our 4th of July is probably looks a lot like yours. This year is weird though, because we can't do a lot of the things that we're used to doing. All ours are canceled. So it's really weird. Yeah. It's so sad, isn't it? It's such a bummer. I know it is a bummer, but we can, we're still going to make it fun. So because you're going to supply me with things that I can do. So I think, you know, one of the most important things, especially when it comes to special days, holidays, um, or birthdays or whatever, whatever it might be. Um, especially right now, all the days seem to meld into each other and there's not a whole lot to differentiate today from yesterday, from tomorrow. And, you know, without schedules and our activities and our plans, it becomes really challenging. So this year I am really focusing on trying to make the day different so that it feels like a holiday to these kids. And how are we going to do that? Um, I think, you know, you have decorating and making your house or your backyard or wherever you're celebrating feel festive. Food obviously is a huge. Yes. 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 And we can help go to helpingofhappiness.com. Oh, yes. Lots of yes. Things for that. yes. We'll go to your website for all of those ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, food traditions are so fun. You know, I grew up with a lot of food traditions in my family and you know, I came into marriage with ideas about we have to do this on this day and that, that, that on that day. And my husband is like, what? Because he didn't really grow up with as many of those food traditions that are special. But that can that can help when you have special foods yes. that are different than your normal that can make the day feel special for the kids. Um, oh, one thing we absolutely love to do on the 4th of July is make homemade root beer. That is oh, our, that's a fun one. That is one of our most favorite traditions. And you just get the big cooler, the five gallon cooler, and you can just do it in there and serve it from there and it can get slushy. And it is one of my kids' favorite things that we do on the 4th of July. We have so. never made homemade root beer. I've had what? other people's, but we've never made it. How do you even make it? Like it is, it's, it's the easiest thing ever. <laughs> You, you just, you just order, or I actually have had a really hard time finding it at the store. So we've had to order on Amazon, um, a little case with the little, um, 
it's the root beer concentrate. Uh-huh. It just has a little recipe on there. It's just water and sugar. And then you need dry ice, which you can get at your local just at the grocery store. Grocery yeah. store. And you just have to put it all together and then you stir it for a really long time. And if you let it sit too long, the dry ice can fuse itself to the side. So you don't want to have that. Okay, good to know. <laughs> so you've got to keep it moving. So somebody has to be on the job. Of, but it's fun because it's like a witch's brew, you know. Oh, yeah. We've done a dry it. ice witch's brew, and the kids yes. didn't know what dry ice was going to do. And so we yes. threw it in at the last minute, and it was like, ah, you know, <laughs> all super excited. So they would really love to do homemade root beer. That would mm. be really fun. And it gets to the carbonated stage, but if you keep going, it gets to the slushy stage and it actually turns into slush and you have to serve it with a ladle. Oh my goodness. It won't come out the spout, but it is so much fun. So you have to try that. Yes. Okay. I'm putting that on my list. We've got to try it. (laughs) Um, We, oh, also patriotic music. You can go out there and find playlists and just have the music pumping out there. And that, I think music just adds to... Whatever. Oh, that's going to make it so great. I, well, and Christmas music is such a big part of Christmas time. Yeah. I forget about patriotic music, except for during the fireworks. <laughs> what a great thing to be doing, especially on the 4th of July, or even a few days leading up to it. I yeah. just think those are all songs I want my kids to know and learn. Know, and right? they're yeah. so meaningful. Yes. And another thing we always incorporate on the 4th of July, which I'm sure so many people do, is just water activities outside. Yes. But a couple of years ago, we, we decided we need something new and novel and fun. You know, we have the little pool. We have a slip and slide. You know, we have the things that we usually have in the summer. But we found a couple of new water toys on Amazon that, you know, are attached to your hose and they squirt crazy ways and spin or there's just all kinds of fun things out there. So I think if you can add in something novel and new, Mm -hmm. then it feels different and special for the kids too. No, I love that. Especially when our pools are closed, it's really nice to be able to do something water related outside so we can at least pretend like we're doing something summery. Yeah. Or get the, you know, everybody in the family gets a, a squirt gun and have a a squirt gun war. That's a great idea. Water balloons have some actual games, like real games that have to do with water balloons or, you know, there's all kinds of things you can do that are actually organized and intentional activities that you can do with your kids that feel special and fun and festive. I've actually been saving, you know, the water balloons where you have, they're all like attached to the sticks and you just fill it up and then they automatically, yes, I've been reserving some of those. My kids used just, it came in like a four pack or something. So they used part of them for some kind of game that they were playing like a few weeks ago. And then I've been hiding the rest of them so we could use them for something. And this would be perfect. Fourth of July would be the perfect place to use that. And make it special because I don't want to buy those packs all the time. They're, right. you know, run. It gets expensive when we have seven kids and water balloons. So that's a great idea. Yes. And that's, that's the best invention ever. <laughs> I know it is. It's so genius. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, those are some of the, the ideas. And of course, adding in fireworks, you know, if those are allowed where you live, that's always a fun way to make it feel patriotic and festive. Um, Oh, one other thing I wanted to mention too, is that um, sometimes when you have an event like this, it's so fun to be able to involve your kids in the planning and carrying out of this event. 
And so for instance, for 4th of July, I could say, you know, this, this child is in charge of the menu, working with mom on the menu and either planning it or making it or both. You know, this child is in charge of coming up with a really fun family water activity that we're going to do at three o'clock, you know, and this child is in charge of making a patriotic playlist. And that child is in charge of decorating and making decorations and making our backyard feel fun and festive, you know, and I think if the kids can help be involved in making choices, making plans, they're more invested in it. It makes it more fun for them. So, and I don't have to do all the work. Yeah. I was going to say, then it takes away the mom show. I mean, you're still assisting and guiding and all of that, but it really takes it out of this mom perfection thing. Where we're trying to have it be this Pinterest style day and we're just, just dying because it's so much work. So I love that. I love that idea. We've covered some 4th of July. What about other just summertime things? Yes. So one of the things that we love to do, especially during the summertime, because here summer is gorgeous in Western Washington. It is the best time to get outside. It's beautiful. It's warm. It's sunny. And I know that's not the case everywhere in the world. <laughs> not so much for us. It's kind of the worst. But but there are still fun things. Maybe if we go out in the middle of the night or like four in the morning, it will be comfortable to go outside now. <laughs> I understand coming from the desert in Arizona. I totally get that. <laughs> like the best time to go to the park is about two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And it's still 95 degrees. <laughs> yes, seriously. And so humid still. But so hiking is a big thing for you. Yes, hiking. We absolutely absolutely love getting outside and hiking. So, um, yeah, discovering new places to go outside, enjoying nature together. Um, even if you can find some wet area to go, (laughs) something that actually be fun to do, even if it's super hot outside that has Mm -hmm. shade water, even if things are closed down, nature is open, you know? Yeah. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. goodness. Yes. Okay, what about summer games? I know you guys do a lot of fun games, too. Yes, summer games. Gosh, there are so many fun things to do, and we're excited to do some of these things this summer. We love trying new games. You know, you'll get recommendations from family or friends, and it's always fun if if you've had somebody recommend it to you that you trust their (laughs) their opinions, that you can invest in some new games that you can be confident that your family will love. And sometimes we'll go out online and we'll look at reviews. And there are some games that just stand out above the others with their reviews. They have really strong reviews. Tons and tons of people rave about this game. We love discovering new games that way. So that's always a fun thing to do to bring a new game. Um, If you have an old game, you can always add a new rule or a new twist to that game and make it kind of a new thing or a fun thing. For instance, we have a game called The Great Del Moody, which is kind of like a game called Scum, which a lot of people are more familiar with, um, that you can play with rook cards or face cards or whatever. But basically, the order in which you get rid of your cards is, you know, first place, second place, third place, and you you change your physical seat around the table each round based on how quickly you get rid of your cards. So getting rid of your cards is a good thing and puts you in the first position or up at the top. And then if you are the last one to get rid of your cards, you're down at the bottom. And so to make this more fun, we added funny hats. So <laughs> I each, love it. 
So that each place around the table had a hat. And of course, the king has something regal or a crown or a tiara or whatever we could find. And, and then all the way around the table to the peon, which is the, the last <laughs> place, we you just have to find the most humiliating thing you can for them to have to wear a dunce cap or something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, even taking a simple game like um, like Uno, for instance, you know, every you can make a rule that every time someone plays a red card, they have to cluck like a chicken, or every time someone plays the number nine you have to do something or every time somebody is skipped, the skip person has to skip around the room. Or oh my gosh, that whatever. would be so fun. We play so much Uno. It, this would be really nice to be able to spice it up a little bit. Yeah. We get, we get kind of burned out. And, you, and the fun thing is you can make the rules different every time, you know, and this is a fun thing for little kids because they love coming up with Wacky, oh yeah five-year-old would be all over it she's the one that loves the games the most of anyone in the family too so this would be like her favorite thing in the world is to be able to do something like that so fun so i like that because you don't have to buy anything you can just use what you already like as a family yeah and just make it new and different that way um we love like jokes and riddles and logic puzzles and that kind of a thing and it's something fun to do, especially if you're spending a lot of time, like on a road trip in a car together, pulling out a logic puzzle where you really have to think about it and try to solve the puzzle. It's one of the favorite things that my husband would do when he would take scouts on a camp out, you know, have all these teenage boys in the back of the car and he would pull out these logic puzzles and it would engage their brains the entire trip. <laughs> They're trying to figure it out. So things like that. You can buy books that actually have these puzzles already written. You don't oh, that's so well. good to know. Cause that's half the question. Where do we find all of these things? Yes. Okay. There's so many resources out there and there's all kinds of parlor games, which are games where you just, you just gather in a group and you don't really need anything to be able to play. Like, do you love your neighbor or things like that? Um, it's really fun to pull out games like that at times when you're together, whether it's a 4th of July gathering or just a night where the family's together and you're looking for something to do, you know, pulling out a brand new game like that is super fun. Um, one thing that we have done recently is we have a Spotify premium account that we got for Brandon's birthday and we all decided to get it too. So I love it when it. you can spread that birthday love around yes. more than one person. <laughs> well, the whole family enjoys his birthday present. And on a recent trip, we decided that we need a karaoke list that the whole family can enjoy together because, you know, Justin and I have songs that we love, but our kids don't necessarily know or appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa, you know? And so we went through all of these playlists and all of these songs on this uh, trip we were on. And in about two hours, we created a <laughs> karaoke playlist that everybody in the family likes. We had, everybody had to vote on every song and it had to get at least three really strong votes to be able to make the list. And so it was just fun to listen so to fun. all kinds of songs and create a karaoke playlist. Um, we love dance parties mm -hmm. and there's something fun that we discovered where we don't have, um, the dance dance, you know, challenge the video game, but they have all of these songs out on YouTube. And so you can actually YouTube 
you know, the, the dance video for whatever song you like, and it'll pull it up and you can follow along and dance along with it. And it's hilarious. <laughs> need to do that I think that would be so much fun and if you can let the kids choose music that they like you know and dance to their music then it's it just becomes a really fun family activity so that's another one that we love to do um let's see oh movies it's a special yes. card I know yes we need lots that's of new movie amazing. ideas because I feel like that's been kind of we've gone through so many of our favorites at this point because we yes. have movie night almost every night now that we're home so much that yes we need your movie list of all these wonderful things well one thing that we've found really challenging is when you have kids that are old and young to find a movie that everybody in the family wants to watch is really hard and one way that we've tried to solve that problem is where we rotate who gets to choose. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when the little kids want to watch a cartoon, that's the family movie. That was what was picked and that's where we're all going to be happy about it, you know? And if the older kids want to watch something that is more geared towards older kids, yeah. not so much for the little ones, they can either wait and watch that on their own when, you know, bedtime has, has passed or, they have to choose something that's appropriate for the family. And one of my favorite things is that I get a chance and my husband gets a chance to choose movies too. And this is where we sneak in the old ones. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Because, you know, there's so, it's so easy to get, to get caught up in what's current. You yeah. Know? yeah. Our, our kids are being bombarded constantly with so much media and there's so much content, even yeah, even just if so you're just staying current, like what's new today? Oh, yeah, you can't ever keep up. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of good stuff out there, you know, but there's so much good stuff that's, that's, you know, from the old days, let's say. Yes. And we love the opportunity to introduce our kids to some of the, the oldies. And so we've actually found some that our kids love, thankfully. <laughs> okay, I need this list of all these ones they love because that is the trickiest part is trying some new ones that, they, that we're all going to enjoy that right. are old. Some old new ones? <laughs> some yes. new old ones? I don't know how we're supposed to put that. But. Yes. Okay, so one so of, one on of me. Ones, Tell me the ones. <laughs> one of the ones that our kids love is called Court Jester, and it's got Danny Kay in it. We love. <laughs> so... Same guys in White Christmas. That's another. Yes, we love White Christmas oh, so much. Those classic Christmas movies are the best. You've got your. So good. It's a Wonderful Life, you know? Yes, that's my favorite. So good. But um, another one that our kids love is um, Support Your Local Sheriff. Which I've never has, seen. Yeah, I, I've got to put that in. That sounds so. I've heard of it a million times, but I've never seen it. Yeah, that one's got James Garner, and it's so good. And it has a companion movie, Support Your Local Gunfighter, but they're very funny. And it's kind of an old Western, but but funny. And they're just delightful to watch. Um, another one is The Great Race, and that one is also very funny. I, th I find that if we find movies that have some humor in it, yeah, yeah, that, that helps the kids connect with it more. If it's not too slow and it's got yes. it interesting, you know, yeah, 
and the characters are really that's we love singing in the rain my kids think that one is so much fun because it is funny they have such funny little sections in that i know yeah oh that reminds me we were coming home recently from a trip and we got stuck in we were like an hour away from our house and there was a huge accident on the freeway and we were at a dead stop for an hour and a half it's just the worst. So close to home. It's so it's disheartening when you've been on a 13-hour road trip and you just can't move. <laughs> I just want to get home to my bed. You're so um, tired. But that day, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers saved us. Saved I our love that one. So. Love that one. Even my older kids love that. My older boys even. That one's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Such so, you know, we just like mixing it up. You know, the kids, of course, like the current stuff, but we love having the opportunity to pull in older ones and introducing them. And it just, I find, I find it makes them more well-rounded. We can just enjoy things from, you know, all kinds of different places and times. So love yeah. Okay. We've got movies. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Um, oh, a couple more ideas. One of the things that we have really enjoyed, especially during this quarantine time, is we got a book from Amazon that has science experiments for kids. And my two youngest boys absolutely love creating things and trying to blow things up. And, you know, they're always inventing. Yes. So we this would be a good, this would be a good way to try to help channel that energy a little bit that's it's funny because as we took our you know (laughs) in between our little times that we were talking i i just ran out a few minutes ago to my kids and they were making soap flakes in the microwave you know where they microwave the soap and it (laughs) fluffs it all up i'm like i guess you're all entertaining yourselves while i'm working back in my office today but it was just so funny that they're doing these science experiments and we're talking about that today so let give me the name of that science book because we're always looking for new science ideas yes this one's called um awesome science experiments for kids and it's a got a blue cover and it's it's just it's just awesome it has more than 100 experiments in the book oh good we need lots of them (laughs) (laughs) and and a lot of them you you already have the stuff at your house you don't have to go buy crazy things so it's just it was fun you know during this quarantine time we decided to give ourselves the challenge of creating 30 videos in 30 days and not even imagine so much work <laughs> it was but you know it it kind of helped that month pass by when we had something to look forward to every day yeah because we knew that we we needed to be having family fun every day so that we could create this content you know and this science book arrived just in time we included <laughs> We did a few of these science experiments as videos for those days, and it was just so much fun because my boys could do it on their own. They could read the directions, easy to Oh, those are the best kind. Just turn it over and let them play. I didn't have to supervise them at all, and they just had a ball. So yeah, science experiments or other kinds of books where it makes learning fun, helps their brain not go to mush over the summer, and helps them engage in learning in a really fun way. Highly recommend that. Okay. I am definitely grabbing that. 
I have a birthday of one of my kids coming up. Maybe we can make that be part of the birthday for the whole family, like you did in your Spotify premium account. Yes. Everybody will enjoy it for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And one other idea that I had is sometimes we will have kind of a choice activity where somebody in our family is in charge of choosing the family fun activity for that day. Oh, I love this. And you rotate it around, right? Yes. And so, you know, (laughs) it may not be your favorite family or your favorite activity personally, but you are participating in something that somebody in your family really enjoys. And that, that is a different kind of fun. It really is fun to learn about what they love and why they love it and appreciate their talent in that area and maybe learn something new yourself. And it's just, it forms a cool family unity when you do stuff like that. That is really cool. And I bet it makes that person or I guess that child feel super important that you get to do their favorite thing, right? Absolutely. And it can be quite hilarious too. (laughs) (laughs) So what are some of the things that they've picked? Oh man. So one of my favorites was um, Brandon, our oldest. He tried to teach everyone, tried to teach everyone in our family um, how to ride the ripstick. Which, if you don't know what that is, it's like a skateboard. You put your feet on it, but it swivels back and forth. And so you have to balance while you're swiveling your feet back and forth to make it go. (laughs) It's not just standing and balancing. It is standing while swiveling. (laughs) We're really working our core on this activity. Yes. And, you know, some of us were better than others. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It was just fun to, I really gained an appreciation of how hard it is. Yeah. He makes it look so easy. And I realized it is not. If you don't have the the knack for it, and if you haven't spent the time to, to practice and learn. So I have a new appreciation for being able to ride the ripstick. And, you know, there was a day where my girls, they did a spa day and they totally did their brothers and their dad all the time. Oh, that's so cute. So, you know, we, they did the face masks and they did the massage and they did the, you know, the, the foot soak and all of it. And my, my little boy was eating his cucumbers on his eyes. (laughs) That is not for eating. You know, I don't think my boys have ever seen like what a pedicure entails. I think they would be so just intrigued or shocked or mystified by us soaking our feet and then scrubbing them. I mean, I don't, maybe even my girls don't even know really, I mean, one of them maybe has gone with me. I guess I have failed as a mother. I haven't taken my girls to the spa. We've done Manny Petties, but <laughs> that would be such a fun thing to do. I just crack up watching them all with their buckets and their cucumbers over their eyes. That would yes. be Yes. So and you know, to be able to recreate that at home is it's fun, you know. And if my little two year old were to choose our family activity, we'd probably be coloring, have a coloring day. Oh, yes. You know, yes. All coloring and coloring books or whatever. So it's it's nice to rotate it around because you get a much bigger variety of activities. Oh yeah. And everybody gets a chance to pick. So that's fun. That is really fun. So how often do you do these? Is it just kind of random or do you have a certain? Yeah, it's, it's just kind of random, but you know, sometimes we just look at our week and we're like, man, we don't have anything fun to look for. (laughs) Looks like our week is clear again. (laughs) (laughs) So Let's make some fun. Let's see. On Friday, all right, everybody, we're going to have a family fun night on Friday. What are we going to do? 
Brandon, it's your turn. You pick, you know. Oh, fun. This is perfect because starting off with, because I mean, we have kind of a longer weekend with 4th of July. My husband gets Friday off, thankfully. So we can do something really fun Friday and Saturday. Yeah. So fun. Assign it to the kids. Make them in charge. Yes. I'm totally going to assign it to them. <laughs> a good idea. Then, you know, what I love about that is that when you assign stuff out, and even when I do things, it never turns out Pinterest perfect, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, never. But, yeah. But, but never does it, it anyway. It yeah. never does it anyway. <laughs> But it definitely but, takes the pressure off me, so I don't does. have to expect it to look like that. It takes the pressure off, and I, the, the kids, I find that they just enjoy having, having some say in what the family does together, being able to bring up what they enjoy, too, so... That's so good. They don't just feel bossed around. I think that's right. great. Right. So good. Okay. What about road tripping? Do you have any tips oh, for road trips? Road trips are actually one of our favorite things to do as a family. It's my and, favorite. Well, road trips, they are, <laughs> you know, they can be challenging. Oh yeah. Oh, they're the, the hardest too. Not only are they the best, but they're the worst. <laughs> they're, the, they're the hardest sometimes too, but there's some things that you can do, you know, to make road trips super fun. And we, we did one of my favorite vacations a couple of years ago, we did this huge road trip and we were able to visit all kinds of, of the state and national parks. And those places are designated for a reason. They are amazingly beautiful. You know, nature is amazing. So we had all of these fun places to go and we put in, you know, places like um, Disneyland when we were in California and the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Oh, yes. You know, it's fun to, to plan a road trip where you can visit all of these fun places and do these fun things. But it's helpful too when you're on a road trip to have a plan <laughs> when you're in the car. Because <laughs> um, otherwise it can kind of become mayhem sometimes. But sometimes, sometimes we will involve our kids in the planning of the road trip as far as what's going to happen in the car. So somebody will be put in charge of our snacks and they get the job of, you know, going to the store with me and they get a pick out the treats and the snacks and what they're oh, my kids eating. Love that. And we like having a schedule when we're on a road trip so that it's not, are we there yet? Can yes. we watch a movie again? You know, if we have a schedule and we know that we're going to watch one movie in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, from 10 to 12, then we're going to stop for lunch. And then our next movie is going to be from two to four. And so you don't have the, the constant begging of when can we watch the next movie? And oh, I, yeah. I find that too much electronics, I mean, electronics can, has its place and it can be very sure. helpful to pass the time, but you can also go overboard on that. And that makes people feel very selfish and, you know, it's just really hard to get along when you're in that frame of mind. Oh yeah. So, well, and then they're fighting on every little thing and then they're not entertained for as long. If you're traveling like us for a couple of days, yep. I'm always pushing that movie for as long as I can. So they just yeah. have time to do their activities. And like you've said before, looking out the windows at what's yep. happening, but yes. if we're yes. just, stuck, oh. they don't even know where they are. <laughs> right. And that reminds me sometimes like on this big road trip, we stopped at Walmart in the middle of nowhere, Idaho. I was like, okay, 
these kids are just looking down at their book or whatever they're yes. doing. They're not appreciating this wonderful road trip where we can enjoy the beauty of the country around us. So we went and got an atlas and I had my boys look at the atlas. We'd found the map of the state where we were and we said, okay, our goal today is to make it to point A, whatever that is, Yellowstone National Park or wherever we were headed. And I'd say, okay, here we are. That's where we're going. How are we going to get there? And they would look and have to figure out on the map and they'd take a highlighter and highlight the highways and the roads. And so good. Such a life skill. And in this, in this age of electronics and Google Maps, it's a lost skill to be able to that and figure it out for yourself and not have the, the phone or the computer telling you, turn right in 400 <laughs> feet, you know? Like, what, would, what did we do before cell phones? Oh, well, we I know, I know. A lot. <laughs> My kids and, even think MapQuest sounds ancient, you know, yes. when you would type it in and print it out. I'm like, no, when I was a kid, we didn't even have MapQuest, you know? I like, know. What? How did you I get know. anywhere, you know? It's like an alternate universe to these kids. <laughs> like, this, is, this can't be reality. <laughs> But it was cool, too, because as we were driving down the road, you know, we'd see mountains or rivers or landmarks of some sort, and we'd say, okay, what is the name of that mountain over there? And it was just a great way to help the kids connect with our road trip, which, yes, we were going to destinations, but we were also on the road trip to be together in the car yeah. and to actually look out the window. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, I've never been to Montana before. Wow. Montana's beautiful, you know, like let's appreciate where we are and what different parts of the country actually look like. So. Yes. I love that. We, we took one trip. It was crazy here to Idaho Falls. So Dallas, Texas to Idaho Falls, to Montana, to South Dakota, and then to Missouri. Cause we had a wedding in Montana and we had plans before we knew about that to go to Missouri to see my sister-in-law and the way they all backed up that was just kind of the way we had wow. to do it so we covered a lot of different ground during that trip I mean you think of the plain states and the mountains and the deserts and I just loved going through the country and seeing yeah. all that and it makes me a little crazy if my kids don't even know what it looks like out the window exactly yes oh and I will mention one thing that that we kind of came up with before this particular trip because it was going to be massive. It was like a three-week thing. And we oh, that's a big one. So many hours together there in the car. We wanted it to be a really good memory. And so we sat down with the kids and we said, okay, we think our, you know, when we're having contention and we're at each other's throats, we think that it's originating probably from one of two places. And it's helpful to identify these things to help us all recognize it. But are we being selfish or are we making big things? Sorry, are we making little things into big things? And that pretty much sums up all of the problems that wow. we, we have on road trips with their kids, you know? And so we talked about it ahead of time. We're like, what kind of road trip do we want to have, guys? What, what, what do we want the car to feel like? You know, and the kids were like, well, we want to have fun. We want it to be happy. We don't want to fight. We don't want to have contention in all this because, you know, this, this is the hard part about road trips, you know, for everyone. 
especially families with little kids. Oh yeah. Or big kids, you know. Or those in-between ones that just love yeah. to get under your skin. Oh so yes. We got those are sometimes the hardest. <laughs> those yes. preteens are like, oh, oh I know. Hard. And it's crazy. it's hard, but you know, even those kids want to have fun. They want yeah, to have a do. positive experience. And so we thought, let's talk to the kids about this, help everybody get on the same page. So we said, okay, this is what we're looking for. And so then every time something would start escalating in the car. We would stop everything and be like, all right, guys, what's, what's going on here? Let's figure out, is it selfish or is it making small things into big things? And every single time, both people could identify one or, or both of those things that they were doing. And it's helped us all to kind of tamper down <laughs> and to be able to recognize what was happening. And that that really helped us keep the peace in the car with the kids on that trip. I think I need to keep the peace in my house. <laughs> I think yeah. that's a great one for every day. <laughs> I love that. But I do love that you start that before a trip because then at least it's not like we always need to be like this. It gives you a kind of a time frame where we're going to really yeah. practice this. Yeah. Well, it makes it intentional, right? Yeah. It, it's like, all right, let's all get on the same page. Let's just talk about the contention right now, because we've seen this happen in our family. This has yeah. happened. <laughs> it yes. happened. How can yes. we avoid this happening this time? Let's talk about it. So that was helpful too. That. that is so good. The contention, I needed to hear that because it's, I feel like when we have been together so much, that has been really hard because Everybody yeah. is a little bit getting under their skin more than normal because we're not away from each other like we normally are. Right. So it, it has been hard. I mean, I've definitely seen some of my kids come closer from being around each other more. And then other of my kids just like, I can't handle you for one more minute. It's just yeah. been so much time. So I think that this is a great time to go back and talk about this. So was there anything else that you had before we move on to our helpful and happy questions that we didn't cover? Absolutely. Yes. So one thing that I think was really changed our perspective. Um, we were, uh, Justin and I were going on a walk. This was a few years back and it hit me all of a sudden. I said, do you realize we only have five summers left with Brandon at home? And we kind of felt like we were still in the young family phase at that point. I think especially you know? when you have little ones still. Yeah. You sometimes forget that your older ones are going to be gone soon. Because <laughs> that same kind of thing happened to us a few years back. I mean, and I just like, wait a minute. We have so many things that we want to fit in. And our time is yeah. just running out. Oh, and it, I kind of panicked a little bit because we have pretty much always lived far away from our families. And so that means vacation time and summertime becomes visiting grandma and grandpa mm -hmm. or, you know, aunts and uncles and cousins and which is super important to us. Family is super important. We want our kids to have strong relationships with their relatives, but we realized that we had, we have just been putting off the trips that we've wanted to and the experiences that we've wanted to have with our kids. Cause we thought, well, we're still a young family. We've got lots of time. And that's when I panicked because I realized we don't have very much time left yeah. and we have to be more intentional about putting these trips that we've always dreamed about doing with our kids. Now is the time we yeah, have to Cause you can't fit in time. five trips in one summer or, nor no. do you want to. Yeah. <laughs> no. And so we thought, okay, we, we need to make a list. And so 
we sat down and we kind of prioritized and thought, okay, what are the experiences that we want to have as a family before Brandon moves away? Because as wonderful as that phase of life is, and I know you're, you're embarking on that next chapter. I know. We're, we're getting there. It's crazy. And, you know, your family is never quite the same mm. after that, you know, which, which is wonderful. And I'm so excited about all of that. But at the same time, this time with, with your nuclear family all at home together, it doesn't last forever. And yeah. um, we just really wanted to make the most of that. So we decided, all right, we've got to go to Disneyland because we'd never been before. <laughs> oh my goodness. It, it's the best. We used oh, to live in California. And so, oh. I mean, we did, we lived in the middle, so we didn't live in Southern to go all the time, but we would go maybe once a year or so yeah. because it was within about five hours and we just right. loved it so much. But then we moved to Texas and we have not been going that much because it's such yeah. a big trip now and so we did just what you did we went spring break of my daughter's senior year and it oh, was good. so so great to be able to do that at least one last time while everybody was at home under the roof because yes. yes. and I'm just feeling bad for anybody that is trying to get these things in like right now <laughs> they're all stuck on my COVID. <laughs> I know everything is closed so hard but we decided we, we've never been on a cruise as an adult, you know, Justin hadn't either. My kids hadn't. So we decided, all right, we're going to fit in one cruise between now and when Brandon leaves. And if we're going to do it, we're going big. So we went on a Disney cruise. Oh, so, so fun. <laughs> yes. And unfortunately now my cruising bar has been set very high. <laughs> it is. It is. We loved our Disney cruise. We're super excited that we got to do that. And, you know, we fit in this huge road trip that I told you about. We really wanted to go visit a bunch of the, the national parks. Um, and so we, we loved being able to do that one summer. Um, last year, we went to Hawaii. And some people think we're crazy, but we invited both sets of parents. So my parents and Justin's parents. And we thought, you know, we don't get to see them all that often. Yeah. And to be able to have kind of the time with them, with our family, and just kind of dedicated time with them while they're still healthy enough to travel and they're able to, and it was the best. We made so many good memories with the grandparents going to Hawaii with them. So that, that was is so neat. I love, I think it's neat that you could include both because I think a lot of people don't think of that. Right. Because it's really hard to go to Hawaii with one set and then go to Hawaii again with the other set or, you know, we can just kind of <laughs> knock all that out on one shot. I bet the kids loved having all of that attention too from their grandparents while they oh, were they on did. the trip and like that. Luckily, you know, our parents get along great. They're great friends. So it worked out for our family to be able to do that. But yeah, it's just, it changed our perspective when we realized that time is short and we have to be very intentional about how we use our time because it's, we've got a limited amount of it. So what's the most important way for us to do that? And, and that is also including the little family fun stuff. We've been much more intentional about the little stuff, trying to create memories that way too. So just being intentional about the whole thing, I think is great. I love that. I love that so much. Okay. Well, should we go to the helpful and happy questions really yes. quick? Okay. So this ties our blog helping of happiness in with our podcast because on there not only houses our podcast archives but it, we cover our um, food family <laughs> our family recipes and our travel 
tips and our homemaking hacks. So first question, what is your favorite food or meal? Oh man, this is a tough one. It's hard if you're like me and I love all food. <laughs> I really do too. <laughs> I love trying new foods. I love new recipes. I love cooking and baking and it's a tough one. But this time of year, I love salads in the summer. Yes. Delicious salads. And one of my favorite ones is it's a, a chicken barbecue salad. It's so good. <laughs> okay. So tell me everything that's in this. I want to hear all the, all the food. All the, okay. <laughs> I am so tongue tied. Tell me everything that's in the salad. All right. So you get chicken tenderloins and you marinate them and you make a marinade out of olive oil and um, some soy sauce with garlic and some salt and pepper and it just creates a really nice flavor. And then you grill up your chicken and then right before you stick it on the salad, you, you toss it in some sweet baby rays, barbecue sauce, which Yum. is delicious. And then the salad itself consists of lots of lettuce on the bottom and then you've got um, pepper jack cheese, you've got your black beans and your corn and you've got your cilantro and your tomatoes and your avocado lime juice and jicama. Yes. <laughs> Love jicama. So good. And then you just top the whole thing off with homemade ranch dressing and it is just fresh and delicious. And it's one of my favorite summer. Well, and it's hearty. I mean, that could be a whole meal. It does. Yeah. Like, you don't even need other things. Right. And yeah. if, you, if you have fresh squeezed lemonade on the side, you're in heaven. It's the and best. Like I'm thinking for Fourth of July, we do this. We throw some corn on the cob on there and yeah. have some dessert, and we're set. This and your great. homemade root beer. <laughs> yeah. And the homemade root beer, which I definitely want to make. I hope I can get some root beer concentrate here from Amazon before the Fourth of July. That would yeah, be so awesome. Prime Prime needs to be my friend this week. So, oh, that's so so cool. Okay, so what about your best trip? Is it one of these you've already mentioned or is it another one? Oh, I think, you know, one of my favorites has got to be the road trip where we went to the national parks. It was just awesome. But in general, when I think about um, my dream trips or my dream vacations, it always has something to do with the outdoors, whether it's going to the beach. You know, we went on a trip recently where we went out to the Washington coast. We had to escape our quarantine house. Yes. And we got a little rental house out on the coast and it was the best week ever. <laughs> it was just Sounds so dreamy. I mean, oh. it's just, it's just nice to be not at home sometimes yeah. and be in a different location, but still be able to spend lots of time with your family. And it was just so fun. So whether it's on a mountain, on a hike, whether it's in a national park somewhere or, you know, out on the coast or anything like that, I just, I love, absolutely love going outdoors. So any way we can incorporate that, I'm a fan of. <laughs> I love that. And my kids love outdoors too. So it's always a win-win when they can yeah, be yeah. exploring. Okay. So what about this last question? Do you have a homemaking hack for us? Oh, yes. I was thinking about it and I definitely need to learn some homemaking hacks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you have a lot more than you think. Oh, uh, probably. But I did think of one. Um, my younger boys, they love to collect everything and everything is precious to them, you know, whether it's stuff from school, things they made or things that I consider garbage, but they have <laughs> some 
grand plans of something they're going to invent with this bottle cap or empty Kleenex toilet paper roll. Oh yes, yes, yes. we have all stashes of that all over. Ugh. Yes, I I swear, one of these days, I'm just gonna give my boys. Actually, we did this. We gave my son like an Amazon pack of duct tape for his birthday. Okay. That's actually exactly what I need to hear because I forgot. <laughs> That's one thing I wanted to give one of my sons for his birthday and it's coming up in a couple of weeks. <laughs> it's like giving them the gift in the box and they use the box more oh, than Oh, totally. The they use yeah. so much duct tape. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I mean, I would go in their room and it was just full of... They would just stash things everywhere on the windowsill and on their dresser and in their drawers and under the bed. And I mean, it was just so much. And when you try to get rid of things, everything is important because in their oh. mind, it, it has a purpose. And so <laughs> it was impossible. I mean, we even went to Marie Kondo and tried that. I'm like, all right, you can only keep the things that spark joy, boys, joy. But everything sparks joy to them. I mean, it's, there's so much joy in their room. <laughs> and, you know, when you talk about them parting with these precious things, it would just bring sadness and tears. And it was just tough. So we decided to get drastic one day. And we decided, all right, that's it. We are bagging up everything that is not bedding or clothing in your room. I mean, we took it all out, everything. We took out the stuffed animals. We took out the toys. We took out all the garbage, all the writing utensils, because that's the other thing. They have oh, art supplies. Are that's, I don't even know where to <laughs> go with my art supplies. And well, and I feel like since COVID happened, there's been so many art projects going on that yes. our art space is just exploding with precious pictures and all oh, yes. Oh, there's just so much. So much. I mean, too much stuff. And that's the thing is we, yeah, we would try manage. to, yeah, they couldn't manage the amount of stuff they had in their bedroom. It was too much for them. I mean, I couldn't. It's too much for me. To, yeah, it's too much for me. <laughs> I think too. I need to do this in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, we did that to our closets and it was fabulous. <laughs> but so we bagged up everything and the great thing about that is you quickly get rid of everything and get your room to feeling clean again. We dusted it, we vacuumed it, we made the beds nicely. And so all they had was their beds and their clothes and their drawers. The closets were empty. And it just felt so good so fast. Yeah. And that was the great thing is it's kind of a turning point in their minds. They're like, you know, I love it when my room feels like this. I want to be here when it feels like this. And then they're motivated to keep it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so it was great because we went, we went, we let them keep about 10 of their favorite toys. And we had a, a home for each thing, you know, on the shelf or wherever it belonged. And we said, okay, here's the deal. This is the game now. You get to keep your room clean every day. And for each day that you're successful, at putting away and they had a they had a time every day where they knew we were going to come inspect and for every day they were successful they could go out to their black bags and get three more things and every day that they weren't successful that's okay we would just clean up their room and try again the next day 
And it was great because they went and got back the things that mattered the very most, their most favorite toys or whatever it was. And everything else stayed in black bags. And we kind of found that equilibrium point where they had enough stuff that they could manage and keep clean themselves, but not too much. And it was just wonderful because it was kind of a weeks long process to do this. They got in some really good habits of cleaning up their room by a certain time every day. And that way when they went to bed at night, it was a clean space that felt good. I kind of love that it took you a week too, because I feel like so often when I do this, we get it clean, but then we don't ever like readdress it again. It's just becomes a mess really fast again. And they never really learn how to care for it. Right. And so it it does teach good habits and actually took several weeks for us to finally find that equilibrium. Right. Right. At that point, um, you know, they didn't really miss what was still in the black bag. Yeah. They had the things that were most important to them. And so then we could get rid of things without all of the emotional attachments to things that they didn't really need or want. And so that was really helpful for us to help us get their bedroom under control. And I've found over time that things tend to creep in. Accumulate again. So it's, it's something that we do on a fairly regular basis where we just need a clean start and it's not a punishment. It's actually kind of fun for them to stuff everything in bags really fast. We, we put on music, we make it a game, we see how quickly we can do it. And to have that successful feeling on day one, yes. it's so nice. And then we're like, Oh yeah, I do love it when my room feels this way. And that provides motivation to keep it clean. Yes. Okay, I guess we're cleaning out closets this week in bedrooms. <laughs> now oh, I know no. what we're really doing for the 4th of July. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, but I love that so much. I think that that, that is such a skill that they just aren't going to learn in any other way. So I think that that's really amazing. And if they can learn it when they're young, they don't have to become an adult that is cluttered and having a hard time caring for a house. They can start on that smaller scale. I think that's such, such a great way to do that that empowers them to feel good about their space too because that is half the struggle or I end up doing it myself which doesn't do any good because they have no respect for what has been done for them right they're not learning the how to how to do it themselves yeah Right. right I love that Oh my gosh. This has been so much fun, Jennifer. I just love you. And I really wish we lived close because I'm just learning so much from you today. I really appreciate you and all that you're sharing and all that you're doing. Let's tell everybody one more time you're where we can find you. Okay. I want everyone to be able to follow you. Right. So we have our YouTube channel. It's called a little family fun and a little family fun on Instagram, a little family fun on Facebook, and we have a website that's a littlefamilyfun.com. So pretty easy to find. So much fun. So much fun. Okay. Thank you, Jennifer. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me today. I feel so much better about figuring out my 4th of July now that I have talked to Jennifer. She's amazing. If you're looking for other fun family games podcasts that we've done, we had a really fun one called Fun Family Games, episode number 86 with Megan Hess, and she gives a lot of ideas of different games that are really fun to play with your family, recommendations, things like that. 
And then we had another really fun one, episode number 107 with Brittany Beatty. From, it's called Simple Family Fun Every Day. And then if you're in the midst of COVID still and you're stuck at home, we had a great podcast with Wendy Wilson, episode number 100, Making the Best of Social Distancing. And she gives a lot of ideas of movies that they're watching, things they're doing on YouTube, food that we're eating, all that different kind of stuff. So I hope that you will tune into those and give us a rate, review, and subscribe. That's so important to us because it helps us move up the rankings on Apple Podcasts and makes it so that more people can find us. So that would be super, super helpful. Thank you so much for listening. Share with a friend if you loved it.